Well, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, March the 16th of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Daniel Friesen. You're listening to Wittenberg Radio, CMU Student Council's weekly podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Head to wittenbergradio.com for past episodes. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to email us your comments, questions, listener concerns, any and all suggestions for new co-hosts for next year, etc. As well, follow us on Twitter for the latest uh on Wittenberg Radio when the next episode comes out as well you can like us on Facebook that's always just like I want to see if I can do that in one breath one of these days but I've yet to I've yet to like really pay attention enough to like gotta work up to that though yeah that's this is otherwise you pass out and that would be no good right yeah that could well it could make for entertaining radio I suppose (laughs) I don't think so (laughs) all you just hear is like a thought like a and hey Nolan just passed out Oh, he's back now. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What if it actually happened? What a show we've got for you today. You may recall at the beginning of this year, we did a athletics preview show, which featured three of our student athletes. And we are delayed to say that one of them has returned to us to chat about the past athletics season. Esther Schwartzkopf is a first-year student here at CMU, and we'll hopefully be hearing from Jason Friesen and Cassie Weeb a little later on in the show. I am, yeah, it's 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 going to be a really exciting exciting stuff, and we've got representatives from all sports. And uh, on that ep- that episode, remember when we taped that down? That was all the way back in September. That was one of the first ones of the year, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we talked about uh, goals for the season, pun intended, uh, things to watch for, uh, for the fans who are watching uh, the various Blazer athletics, and how CMU has shaped their experiences as athletes. Now, the Blazer season has officially wrapped up. We thought it might be a good time to bring uh, them back and chat about it. Right now, we do have Esther Schwartzkopf in the studio. Hello. I'm there. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, just fine. Uh, March is rolling on. March is doing okay for you so far? Yep. It's yeah. rolling wrong quite quickly, but it's good. It does that, yeah. For first years especially, it just kind of hits you like a, like a freight train. And then, oh, it's the end of April now. <laughs> yeah. It's, yep. it, hap- it happens like that. Um, so you are a member of the CMU, not only the soccer team, but also the futsal as well. Um if you were to sum up, we'll go for both, but if you were to sum up the, the soccer, the outdoor soccer season in one word, what would it be and why? Um, I'd describe it as amazing. Amazing. Yeah, because um, I think that this year, CMU really stepped it up with soccer and uh, really put it out there for the other teams, and they weren't expecting that. Hmm. What was, what was that factor that helped you guys to step up this year? Um, I think it was mainly... Um, we all wanted it as hmm. bad, um, and we worked hard together. So we encouraged each other and pushed each other to do our best and get where we went during the season. Sure. Um, what would be the word that you would use? Is the futsal season equally as amazing, or is there a different adjective we could use here? Well, I think the um, futsal season, we were more successful. Um, a word I would describe for that would be definitely... Um, surprising hmm. um a lot of our um athletes soccer athletes that were playing futsal hadn't ever played futsal before and the ball is a different size and weight um so it's an adjustment coming from outdoor to indoor and a lot of us hadn't played before me included so it was hmm. a surprise yeah what was what's the shift like to go from playing soccer as you do in, in high school to playing on the in, in a gym essentially 
Uh, it's you sweat a lot more. Um, it's a lot warmer in there, um, and it's also really fast. So like the adjustment is, you just gotta know the play before it happens, while you can get away with kind of chilling in outdoor soccer, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, that makes it makes all the sense in the world, and you have to have that sort of quick passing game that goes along with it yeah. as well. We are also joined here today by a third-year setter for the CB men's volleyball team, Jason Friesen, is also here with us in the studio today. Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> Caught you a bit out of breath. That's totally fine. We were just talking about uh, the CMU athletic season. Uh, and if you could use one word to describe the CMU men's volleyball team's year, what would it be and why? Um, I think uh, a word I would use to describe our season was uh, maybe what could have been. Um, we had a fantastic regular season. We played really well all season. Played really well in our semifinal match, but couldn't quite pull it out at the end. So a little disappointing, but uh, we're pumped for next year. We've got everybody pretty much coming back. So it's going to be a stacked roster. The core chemistry is, is going to be there for next year. That's amazing. Um, what was the goal, Esther, going into your futsal season for your team? And what did you, and how did, uh, was this accomplished? Was it like you mentioned surprising before? What was the initial goal going in? Um, for me personally, the initial goal was um, to not lose as to Red River. Not lose to Red River. <laughs> yeah. It's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my personal goal was to at least beat them during futsal because mm -hmm. it, it changes the aspect of the game quite a bit moving in. And uh, we did accomplish it, although it didn't quite pull it out again in the final. Mm -hmm. But we did accomplish it during our season. So that was good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jason, for the men's volleyball team, what were some uh, what were some of the the things to focus on as you went into the year way back in September? Um, I think a goal for any team is just consistent improvement throughout the year, and I think I think we really saw that with our team uh, from uh, starting out. I mean, we had a bunch of new guys, so getting to know each other, forming that core chemistry that you're talking about, and then. Um, Eventually in November, we went on to win Westerns in uh, Saskatchewan, which was uh, an awesome thing for us. And then to keep building on that and uh, ultimately play really well at the end of the season, which I think we did. And as well, um, kind of drawing on Esther's point about beating certain teams, I think <laughs> beating uh, Prov is always a, uh, a goal for the CMU men's volleyball team. And we were uh, fortunate to do that in our last regular season game against them, so we were pretty pumped about that. Absolutely. Uh, we talked we talk a couple of times now about this core group of guys on that CMU men's volleyball team. What? Um, so you're coming in way, 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 way back, at the even before school starts, I guess. Um, what's that like trying to get that chemistry sort of building? We touched on this a little bit. As I remember, like at, at the, in September, we were talk as this core was forming. Now this is solid. It sounds like so. Well, how so? In hindsight, how would you say that this core has has formed? Um, I think uh, I think just reps, uh, lots of practices. I think we had uh, our coach keeps track of every single practice, and he actually counts them. We actually had fifty practices this year, which is quite a few, he thought, um, and lots of games. So just lots of repetitions together, getting used to how each other plays the plays the court and that kind of stuff. Uh, that always helps, as well as just uh, bonding experiences, whether that's road trips or just hanging out on a Friday night or something. Uh, I think uh, we've got a pretty tight group. Everybody likes to hang around each other, and so that's really helped us uh, gel as a team. Sure. Uh, we mentioned a couple times also now that, uh, well, we came up just short this season on all 
all fronts. No MCAC banners this year. That's okay. We don't need a banner to measure our success or know how awesome we are. <laughs> but what needs to happen next year in order to, to recapture uh, that banner, Jason, for the men's volleyball team? Uh, for us, I think uh, there's a there's a saying that volleyball is 90% mental, and I think that's absolutely true for us. Um, uh, in this year's semifinal, we were up 24-21 uh, in the fourth set with match or double match point, I guess, uh, and we couldn't pull it out. And uh, I I don't think it's anything physical that we did. I think it's just you get it in your head that you're there already. Um, and so uh, coming in mentally prepared, being hungry for that championship, and uh, uh, yeah, staying focused uh, throughout the season. I think that's uh, that's a big aspect for us next year. Absolutely. What about uh, for the soccer team? And then f- we'll go for soccer team first. What's the what's the goal that uh, the women's soccer team needs to have in order to get that uh, banner next year? Um, I think the biggest thing we also need to have, like Jason mentioned, is it is partly a mental game. And uh, if you're not hungry enough for it, like teams will run you over. So I think we just need to like, if we get scored on or if things aren't going the way we imagine them we just need to keep pushing because um it, it does wear down the other team mm-hmm. the harder you push so. is there a difference between uh that sort of mentality uh outdoors uh, as opposed to playing futsal indoors um it, it's slightly different um in indoor we need to keep up a lot more intensity but it's also still along the same lines as a mental mentality um our last um semi our final game actually against red river uh, we were so close, and if we would have pushed just a bit harder, we would have had them. But maybe next year. <laughs> That's why we get them next year, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lull them into a false sense of security. Absolutely. Um, how have you seen yourselves grow as individual athletes this year, as opposed to other years? Jason's giving me high eyebrows, and he's trying to like, he's trying to think here. So I'll throw it to Esther first. But how did, as a first year, as a first year athlete, how have you seen your your skill set grow, uh, maybe your mental game grow as well? Uh, yeah, um, well, coming in, I was just coming out of high school. I had also played club, but then um, I definitely grew a lot in my strength and also trusting my teammates because we had a completely new set of girls and we all had our own strengths that were very significant. And when we put them to good use, they really helped us as we figured out throughout the season. So I find that me personally, I really increased my strength and just my mental game. Um, seeing the play before happens, mm. that, that was probably the biggest thing. Absolutely. Jason? Uh, for me, I think um, on the court, uh, I think my game evolved quite a bit this year. Uh, I was fortunate to be joined in the setting position by Jacob Jansen this year, which mm. I haven't had a, uh, we haven't really had another setter on the team for the past two years. So uh, it was awesome to have him on the team this year and we got to run uh, a 6-2 as they call it in volleyball where you have two setters on the court and uh, the guy in the front of the court swings so uh, my my hitting ability I feel definitely uh, grew this year which uh, which I think is beneficial in making me a better all-around player um, as well being in my third year I feel like this kind of felt like the year where you kind of suddenly step into a bit more of a leadership role in, on the team um, first and second year you're kind of the new guys on the team still getting used to things and now uh, this kind of group that we have of third and fourth years are kind of, or not kind of, we are the oldest guys on the team. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's kind of up to us now to kind of lead the charge and uh, uh, make sure everybody's playing their best. So that's been a been a big step this year. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate? Uh, we've talked a lot about the mental game here today. Uh, as, as a leader on this team, how do you communicate uh, what needs to be done mentally to maybe a group of, uh, of 
younger guys? Uh, I strive my best to um, lead by example. So um, on the court, the way I would try to uh, display having a strong mental game would be uh, staying calm and staying focused during uh, during tough uh, tough runs on the court. Um, so when you're down a little bit, uh, just staying positive and uh, making sure everybody else is staying positive as well. Um, so that's that's the big part for me uh, in the, in the mental game for sure. Absolutely, Esther. As a uh, as a as a first year athlete, do you find that uh, that the leadership roles that the 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 older girls on on your team does that sort of thing like how, like what kind of difference does that make? Um, I think it makes a huge difference. Um, the difference between when you have like a team huddle and everyone's if you're all hyped and then you encourage each other to go, every, it's like it's like a vibe that goes around and then you you're united as a team and you work together. As if you don't have that and you guys kind of you guys just kind of walk away or break apart, it's very disconnected and it's very hard to make a good play or something like that. Sure, absolutely. So, if you were to talk to a first year athlete coming in next year, mm-hmm. uh, fresh on the team, what would you tell them is the key to succeed on the field? I definitely say um, work hard, and the key to actually fitting in and like being part of the team is getting to know your team. So like strive to to hang out with them and get to actually know them on a personal level, not just on the field. Because the better your relationship is off the field, it shows once you are on the field, which is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it, without getting too personal, like what is there a relationship like that that has formed in your first year? here like with the with teammates off the field as well yes uh actually quite a bit of them um i find my team is closer to me than probably any other team i've been on um several like first year players second year players and even like third year players um we use we hang out a lot off the field so then that's really helped us on the field which is great interesting is that is that a testament to university athletics in general or is that something that like cmu do you find does really really well I find that CMU does it really well. Um, (laughs) It's a smaller campus. It makes it a lot easier for us to see each other and run into each other during the day. So we're not scattered across like several roads or whatever. Um, So, yeah. Absolutely. I realize you have no other university experience. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I don't think any of us do either. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What about uh, Jason? Do you find that that's that's sort of testament to a a team is true with with the volleyball guys as well? Yeah, yeah. This year, I feel like this year we've been closer than uh, than other years. Um, yeah, actually, last week we just uh, decided to kind of have a wind up as a team. Uh, just the guys go out bowling and then go out for wings. So nice. I um, so in university, I haven't had that experience before, and I think it's just the, kind of this core this core group of third and fourth years that I was talking about, kind of realizing that okay, we're not in high school. Our parents aren't gonna plan this for us anymore. If we want to kind of have uh, have some fun as a team, it's uh, it's on us to to plan that kind of stuff and so that's uh, been a neat experience to kind of move into that space this year sure um have you found that um i'll ask you about one relationship in particular you mentioned this six uh, two formation with the second setter what's this like trying to talk to him and show him the ropes and uh as yeah and just like you know be a be a team and be have that bonding sort of experience when you know like you're kind of you're losing a bit of setting time yeah yeah, absolutely. It was a different experience. I'd never like I'd done a little bit of a six-two when I was in grade eleven at Westgate uh, Mennonite Collegiate, but um, had never done a whole lot of it. So it was a big shift for me to 
kind of give up some of the reins. I'm used to kind of controlling the offense on the court, uh, being the guy who makes all the decisions, who's going to set the or who's going to hit the ball rather. Um, and so giving that up was a little challenging for me at times. Um, mm. But uh, I think like anything, um, taking uh, advice from other people, uh, whether they're uh, more experienced or even less experienced than you can be valuable and they have uh, something to add to the team too and so Jacob definitely definitely played that role this year and he definitely uh, helped me realize uh, uh, things that I need to work on and uh, le- whether that's decision making or whether that's uh, raw skill um, so uh, yeah it's definitely been awesome to see him work this year too awesome um, I had a question and I lost it on my on my script here I completely forgot. Oh, whatever. Okay, so last question to both of you. If there is one player that you could highlight on your team this year who might be the unsung kind of hero, who might that be and why? Let's start with you, Jason. Oh, boy. For us, I think uh, I think our unsung hero this year, without a doubt, is Evan Reimer. Uh, did not get a whole lot of playing time uh, despite his awesome skill set. If you see him hitting balls in the gym, he's t-lining them he's working just as hard as anybody else but um just because of the depth we have on our team just wasn't able to hit the court uh, as often as he would have liked um but yeah just the fact that he was showing up to practice with a positive attitude he's working hard just like the rest of us um you can't say enough about those guys they're uh they're the glue of the team basically so it was awesome to have him around there you go shout out to evan reimer esser how about for uh the soccer team and the futsal team if they are different um, I think it's actually the same person for both. Oh. Um, I think it would be Anna Lysak. Uh, she's, she works really hard. Uh, she never missed a single scrimmage, which are optional if you have homework or whatever. Um, she's amazing at passing. Like She's the easiest person to play with because she communicates so well. Um, and throughout the season, like both soccer and futsal, like she didn't get a whole lot of awards and stuff, which I thought she deserved. But she definitely like she pulled us a lot together a lot. Mm-hmm. That's there you go. Shout out to Anna Lysak as well. Uh, athletic banquet's coming up as well in the video this week. Is that yeah, uh, this Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. This Sunday. Okay. All right on. Uh, we've been joined today in studio by Jason Friesen, third year setter on the CMU men's volleyball team, and Esther Schwartzkopf, rookie striker, first year striker on the CMU women's soccer and futsal teams. Striker, yeah? I get I got that right. Uh, yeah, in futsal I play mid, but oh, okay. outdoor it's striker. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have joined us here in studio today. I'm gonna throw actually one more question at you. I just had a oh, thought. Yeah, oh, is yeah. so most teams at least has been my experience, most teams have like uh like a song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know okay not like oh, hear me yeah. out like yeah. that you that you that you play in the dressing room you're getting warmed up you're getting hyped up what's <laughs> what is that song for your team jason uh i can't say that this is necessarily a pump-up song but okay. like in terms of like the heavy beat or anything but um the whole year um our team has really loved the song hello by adele we have been huge fans of it uh we play it all the time uh we look it up on youtube but like we will play it all the time actually if you're at one of our games uh our home game against red river in the fall semester uh in our warm-up uh while red river was uh doing their hitting warm-up uh we had uh they actually played it over the over the ah. loudspeakers it was the funniest thing we were all killing ourselves laughing because it's like the pretty mellow as far as warm-up songs go so 
um yeah that's kind of been the running joke all year is the hello by adele so we're we're big fans hello but. by adele was there such a song for the women's soccer team esther um there is not always one specific one but there's definitely a theme like we have several beyonce fans so that's ah. always running through <laughs> and um i definitely remember in the outdoor season um Rack City was definitely Rack City. <laughs> <laughs> one we played before like every game. <laughs> I think she wins in terms of the teams. Rack City. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think we can get away with playing that one on Wittenberg Radio. I don't think so. No. But I tell you what we're going to do just for the Simi men's volleyball team and for any other Adele fans, we're going to spin it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. It's March. Who cares? <laughs> Hello, by Adele, <laughs> on Winberg Radio. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say that I'm supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello. Hear me. I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us. Hello from the other side I must have called a thousand times To tell you I'm sorry For everything that I've done But when I call you Never seem to be home Hello from the
Yeah, we just did that. I feel kind of dirty. Uh, it's for fair use. Let's review it. So that song was okay. It's played too often, though. <laughs> yeah. The piano was nice, though. There, yes. now we reviewed, and we can use it safely. Fair use. Great. Is that is that the fair use guidelines? Is that how that works? Uh, it's a little gray. It's, well, it's, yeah. That's okay. If Adele sues us, we'll... Come at me, Adele. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, here is what is going on at CMU this week. Man, what have we got? There's no sports to talk about, so that's like, you know, half of what we usually do. Um, Did you know, Daniel, that the prayer room on North Campus has been revamped? I had heard that. It was in in the the daily this morning. Yes, it was. Uh, So now I'm very curious as to... I'm going to probably have to go check that out. So all the old artwork has been taken off the walls and put into a binder. Uh, They also have... Uh, purchased a kettle up there and have teas for you to to, to sip uh, what else have we got going on there's some new artwork coming in I don't think that it's there yet but it will be there and a beautiful Ikea chair purchased by yours truly that is or purchased and built wow yeah, I know why did you get to do that because why not <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you just really like using Allen keys yeah then they include it right in the package. Yeah, it's so convenient. I know. It's the best. So go check out the new prayer room. Uh, you can sign up for a slot just outside the door there on the third floor of North Campus there as well. So what else have we got going on? Uh, recital season cometh. Recital season certainly cometh. We have two recitals this month we can tell you about. Matthew Barron, his fifth year still here and usual music picker of the week, is taking uh, his recital uh on March the 29th, I believe, at 7.30. And we have Elwyn Bronstein Black also giving a recital on March the 30th. So those are two CMU student recitals that uh, we can look forward to there. Also look for performances as we go into April as well. I believe there's one uh, date just announced today, Tuesday, April the 12th, uh, baritone Nathan Sawatsky Dick is presenting his, and I believe it's entitled Love and Tragedy. so we're so that's definitely something to look forward to if not for the music it should be for the music but if it's not you do get those free treats i'm looking forward to cream puff season more than almost anything (laughs) in the world it's exciting i love cream puffs they're the best yeah yeah any other any other cycling things to tell us about no cycling things yeah you usually have like a cycle race that you can like oh spring cat happening uh april 23 third i think uh, or sorry march 23rd this month uh sorry 26 march 26th spring cat put on the winnipeg put on by the winnipeg bike messenger association registration at two i forget where <laughs> um but it's five bucks to race there's free beer with you with your five bucks uh come ride your bike in uh with some other rad people who also like to ride bikes and uh There'd be some prizes usually. Sure. Probably an after party. Tight. Things like that. March twenty third. Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Spring cap. Saturday. I forget what the registration is. Cause I only looked at the poster <laughs> when I was at work. Okay. 
there you go. So that's going to do it for us for this Wednesday, March the 16th of 2016. Subscribe to Wittenberg Radio on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Wittenbergradio.com is the place for past episodes. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send your comments, questions, concerns, etc. As well, check us out on Twitter and on Facebook. Until next time, my name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Daniel Friesen. We'll see you next time. See ya. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.